Good. Uh, listen, let's start with some some team news, if if we may. Did everyone come through um, Arsenal? Okay. Oh well, Charlie Taylor uh, didn't obviously, so he'll he'll probably miss out on this one. Um, we we've got to be careful, as I've mentioned over the last few weeks, because we're getting players back and they're having these minor. Um, sort of niggles on top of their injuries or other injuries. Um, nothing too drastic, but still keeping them out for days or sometimes a week or so at a time. So that's been difficult. Uh, Barnes, he won't make this one, uh, but he's making progress. Um, <coughs> Jack Cork, probably not. Um, I don't think so. It's too early. I'm trying to think of else. There's a couple of others with Knox, but should be fine. Um, I've missed someone. No Barnes, I've done him. Yeah, oh, and uh, Johan, sorry. Johan came off as a precaution. He was fine. Um, so, yeah, that was more on his recovery, sorry, uh, from injury. So, he came off, but he was fine. Uh, sorry, we took him off, but he's fine. Oh, Robbie Brady's the other one. Robbie's still niggling a little bit with his Achilles. Um, so, we're having to be a little bit careful monitoring his load as well. And the nature of the problem with Charlie Taylor? Uh, hamstring. Hamstring. Yeah. Okay. Look, 10 matches to go. You're four points above the bottom three. If you had another five, you'd be very firmly in, 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 in mid-table. Would a couple of wins go a long way to easing any concerns, do you think? Well, I think, uh, you know, wins at any stage of the season, uh, you know, uh, we often throw around a couple of wins as if it's an easy task. If you look at the, the win value over a season of teams kind of in the bottom half of the table, a couple of wins is vital, you know, so it's um, it's not an easy task, but we're in reasonable shape, um, particularly, you know, there's been a lot of good work since game seven. We, we had a really tough start. We've not really eased that much with injuries, but the performance levels have improved and the consistency of performance. We've got to keep that going, of course. Um, so, you know, there's, there's certainly a place where we're looking for more, um, but equally on balance of the season, the lads have certainly put in a shift and we're going to have to continue to do that with the games coming up. Um, usually, not always, but people speak around that kind of 38 to 40 mark. Um, historically, that's an important marker. Certainly the 40 is a very important marker. Um, but we're on track, at certainly with performances, to get more points on the table. And that's one of the most important things to me is the performance level. And uh, do you think 38 is going to be the sort of ballpark figure this season? No, no, no. No, no, no. I didn't say that. I said roughly people mention around the 38 mark. Historically, it's around that mark. I didn't mention what I think it'll take. It'll take whatever it takes. Um, our focus is always on the next game, but I'm just giving you a bigger picture view. You said after the Arsenal match that you um, were getting penalised for doing the right thing when Matej Vidra didn't get a penalty. Um, have you seen what happened with Phil Foden last night? Truly bizarre. I've spoken about it endlessly over the years. Uh, no one's interested. Um, I don't know how no one is interested. Maybe the Phil Foden one might enlighten a bit of interest because obviously the, the power of Man City, and rightly so, you know, the level of the market they're at. Um, it's truly bizarre to me that absolutely amazing in the modern game that you try and do the right thing and you get nothing and you do the wrong thing and you get everything I, it's a peculiar thing um, it seems to be the norm everyone seems to accept it there's a small handful of people who don't um, I've been going on about it for a long time but until the powers that be recognise the, the truth of what's going on if you like um, there's nothing I can do about it. So I'm going to finish there because everyone's definitely fed up with my rhetoric about what I see as being the good of the game. Um, people don't see it or they, or they don't, or they don't um, 
care much for it. I don't know which. Fans do, well, though. Maybe- I must make it clear, by the way, fans do. A lot of fans that I see, not so much at the moment for obvious reasons, but generally speaking, a lot of fans that I see, a lot of people I meet, are certainly the older generation or middle generation, you know, because they, they, they watch football in a different way. The, 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 the challenge that we have, I think, is the education side for children. You know, I've always spoken about it because if you're, a, if you're 14 now, well, say you started watching football at seven, you've only really known what happens now and therefore they accept it. And that, that, I don't think that can be right for the game, um, but everyone seems to just get on with it. So I'll, I shall finish there before I get on a real soapbox and start carrying on far too long. That the Premier League is to send a survey to clubs to request feedback on VAR. Is that a positive step? Uh, well, it, it only, it's only positive if they listen and change. It's not positive if they don't listen and don't change. So we'll see. Um, but getting some form of feedback is, of course, well, you, it's necessary, I think. I imagine, you know, I'm actually a fan of VR. The streamlining and the way it's being used can be affected, I think, in a more positive uh, direction. But I'm actually a fan of the idea of it. Um, that's for sure. They're going to ask clubs for suggestions and improvements around the subjective calls. I mean, obviously, significant changes are all down to, to IFAB. You can't really deal with that. But subjective calls over penalties and red cards and handballs. You welcome that. Well, all we're we're looking for, I think all managers, rightly or wrongly, whether you're talking about, you know, uh, soft fouls or whatever, we only want parity. That's all we want. You know, and there's there's not enough of that at the moment. Um, You know, I cried it in somewhat about Matej Vidra, a tackle on him, but it is contact. It does take his foot from the ball. Um, He gets nothing for it. I've seen penalties where, amazingly, and I've spoken openly about this, you touch someone's shoulder and somehow their legs buckle and that gets given. So I think um, when you're thinking of super balanced, powerful athletes who get their shoulder touched and they fall on the floor. I'd be surprised if you touch their shoulder waiting at a bus stop, if you're allowed to, of course, with distancing, if they fell on the floor then. But apparently that's deemed enough. So we only want parity. That's all. That's all we're looking for. All managers, rightly or wrongly, are just looking to try and get a level playing field with decisions. Sean, listen, wish you well. Thank you. Thanks very much, Ian. Next, Mark Scott, Premier League Production. Is Mark? Hello there. Hi, Sean. Um, Just wondering, you know, how far up do you think the relegation battle go? Do you think the clubs above you in the table are still in the Palace, Southampton, Bournemouth, Leeds? I think every manager will have a view of their own side. I I don't think, I'm certainly not bothered about others. I'm I'm really looking about us and what we're doing. it changes on runs of games. It changes on performances. You know, high form, if you look at Southampton, were flying sort of 10 games ago. And then you look now and, you know, they've had a good win, um, obviously, last weekend. But generally speaking, have, have dropped way, way beyond where they thought they were probably going to. The Premier League can be like that. Um, you know, it can be unforgiving. It can be rewarding. Of course, we all know that. And it is difficult. It's a, you know, it's a difficult task winning games in the Premier League. So uh, there's no measure on it, exact measure, I wouldn't say. Beyond, of course, the teams that have already accrued, you know, 40-odd points, I think it's fair to say. Statistically, obviously, they've got an incredibly strong chance of continuing the Premier League sort of situation. But beyond that, who knows? You know, it, it is very topsy-turvy. Um, and that's that's a, probably a difference in this season. Um, you know, not, no, I mean, Man City all of a sudden have, have jumped away, of course, but generally speaking, a lot of topsy-turvy moments during this season. 
And I know that there's been some suggestion, aside from just the playing quality on the pitch, that the, the mental strength and the experience comes into it when the pressure is on. And obviously that's a big advantage for you with the players and yourself in charge when it comes to some tight situations at the end of the season. Well, our players have certainly had enough questions against them down the years, so they've got that experience. Um, we're never, I don't think, tallied from a team that's, well, we've virtually always talked around about being in the uh, bottom end of the league. Um, and sometimes that's factual. Um, I think there's a lot of challenges out there for all clubs. I think, you know, we just we just look for our group to deliver performances. It's been a key marker for us. I stick with it. Um, the one game at a time mentality is important too. Um, not over-processing anything, making the players aware of what we believe in, but equally sharing thoughts on, on the aftermath of a game and trying to learn and develop and move forwards. And I think, you know, we, we've done that season on season in varying ways, not just on a league table, but the way the team's developed and the way the players have developed. A big part of our, our rest of our season, if you like, will be the strength of the squad, I believe. And I think this next window, bizarrely, after having so many games, we've now got an extra week in this uh, international break, which is truly bizarre. Um, but we hope that, that that week, or sorry, the extra week on top of the international weeks will, will give us the chance to get everyone fit. And I think that will give us a, a much stronger chance of, of certainly winning games going forward. And looking at Everton, what have you made of their season so far? I know they lost to Chelsea, but it's still been pretty impressive from them, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at look at the players they've got and they're a good outfit anyway. I think the manager's added to that quite obviously, very um, obviously incredibly um, um, experienced manager. Um, seems to be getting his way through to the players, whatever shape they play, because they do change shapes as well. Um, I don't think anyone's ever questioned Everton so much on the talent or the the um, uh, how they can put a team together. I think they've become more effective, you know, and it looks to me like they've become more effective. They had a couple of blips, but the, you know, often teams do in the Premier League, even even the top teams. Um, we've seen with Liverpool, you know, their their kind of run that they've had. But generally speaking, they're they're a good outfit. So you know, I. I think nothing other than it'll be a tough ask going to uh, Everton to win the game but we're used to going to these places so we take it on and just finally for me looking just on Everton one last time what are their major strengths that you're going to have to combat on Saturday I think I think they've got talent I think they've got organisation whichever format they use um, from their you know like I said a, a class act in their manager and a very experienced manager um you know, I, th I think they're a good outfit generally. I really do. And, and, you know, like I say, you know, going to these clubs is never an easy task, but we've certainly been involved with these games and are well out of them. So we'll have to do that again. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Dan.